0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 17th day of February. We are in the 27th chapter of Genesis in our journey through what has been the Abrahamic story. It has transferred over to the Isaac story, and we can feel the turn as Isaac is old and his eyes are dim and he's blessing his sons. We're about to see the story become the Esau Jacob's story, but we can see it playing out that it's really going to be the Jacob's story. Even if we didn't know Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was the natural progression, the story is tilting Jacob's way. He has received the blessing. I told you yesterday that Isaac's, or I'm sorry, Esau's blessing. That Esau requests a blessing though he's lost the birthright. It's as if he doesn't realize that the blessing is attached to the birthright. So he asks his father. Isn't there another blessing you can give me? Listen, when I'm working through stuff and I'm studying and I'm praying and I'm for my own time or when I'm doing that for a sermon or when I'm doing that to write or doing that for the podcast, I try to be honest about where I'm shifting, where I'm changing. That is happening in this story for me and in this way. For a long time, I've said things like something along the lines of in the ancient world, you could bless with the right hand, but then you could only do that once because the right hand blessing was the inheritance blessing. Then you could bless multiple times with the left hand. You could give the other children a blessing as well. And I sort of left it there. And that's not wrong, but that's also take, not taking into account that I'm pulling that portion of the story from later in the history instead of earlier in the history. What I mean by that is I'm giving you the way Jacob blessed his sons before he dies. He blesses Manasseh and Ephraim. He blesses all of his children he crosses his hands over his grandkids to put a firstborn blessing on the younger and a and an inferior blessing on the young, on the older, sort of as a way of repeating his own journey. We'll get into that as we get to that story. And I've sort of left that there, like this is how it works. Well, it didn't really make a lot of sense when you filter that through Christ, because If Christ put the firstborn blessing on us, then who's the secondborn blessing on? You know, God crossing his hands so that you and I, the undeserving, can receive. Um, The temptation there is to say the Gentiles come in after the Jews. Therefore, the blessing, the the right-hand blessing goes on the Gentiles instead of Israel. But again, that's, that's keeping God's blessings inside of race. And I don't think the new covenant promotes that. I think to get to the bottom of this, we go farther back into the history. We go back at least to this moment in Genesis 27. When Esau says to his father, don't you have a blessing you can give me? Now, we've assumed that when Isaac prays over him in Genesis 27, verses 39 and 40, that what he's doing is giving Esau a second born blessing, a little lesser blessing. But listen carefully. Have you one blessing, my father? Bless me also, my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. And Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, your dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother, and it shall come to pass when you become restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck. The text never says he's blessing him. He just answers him. And if you think we're being a little picky there, then we break it into the Hebrew. And the Hebrew wording makes the Esau wording very similar to Jacob's blessings, but with a very different meaning. Because God was to give Jacob of the dew and of the fatness of the earth in verse 28. But Esau was to dwell from the fatness of the earth, which is literally in the Hebrew, away from the fatness of the earth, and away from the dew of heaven. This is the opposite. This is what you would call an anti-blessing. Not necessarily a curse, but not a blessing. The blessing, if you want to call it this, I think that's a stretch, um, this prayer finds its fulfillment in the descendants of Esau, the Edomites. They settle south of the Dead Sea. Esau inherits this in that because of where his relatives settle, he's denied the fertility of the earth. He's denied the dominion over his brother. Um, he does, his relatives do live up to the, you'll break his yoke from off your neck because Edom is able to break free of the, don- the domin- domination, is the word I'm looking for, uh, the domination of Israel way up in Second Kings. Also, Herod the Great that comes along later as we get into the New Testament, he's an Edomite. But notice that there's no real blessing here. Your dwelling is going to be away from the fatness of the earth. Your dwelling is going to be away from the dew of heaven. You're going to live by the sword. What does Jesus say about the man who lives by the sword? You know the answer. He dies by the sword. So the reason I say I'm sort of shifting my thinking here. Isaac does not give Esau a second best blessing. Isaac just speaks a word into his life. It's not really a blessing at all. It's not as far as a curse, but it's not a blessing. And here's what that says to me. The blessing still only comes through the birthright. Now, the next verse calls it a blessing, but look at what the blessing does to him. Verse 41, so Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing which with which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, the days of mourning for my father are at hand. I will kill my brother Jacob. You could say that the blessing he's speaking of there is the one Jacob received, not the one he received. But what happens to Esau is that he decides to kill his brother. This will lead Rebekah to protecting Jacob and sending him away to go and find a bride. And we'll, we'll work on that a little bit in chapter 28. But what a, what a word today. It just confirms something we started talking about yesterday. The blessing of heaven comes through the birthright. There's no second best blessing. So don't fall into this trap thinking that, oh, God has blessed me, but it hadn't been God's best because I haven't done this or that. You're the firstborn. You are a son. You are a daughter. You receive of his fullness. As John would say in John 1, we have received of his fullness grace for grace. So I say, grace to you. Join me tomorrow as we start 28 in the book of Genesis. See you then. God bless.